Well, looky, looky. <laughs> guess, guess who's back? Uh, I'm your host, Josh DeWay, uh, formerly known as uh, the Clit Licking Spirit. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Already started oh, really? talking, talking crazy. Not even five seconds in. Damn, so well, damn it, I have a clip licking spirit. I have a clip licking spirit, and it, it got a hook on me. It, it won't let me lose. This is season two, and you know, uh, new season. Who it is? <laughs> um, I am the owner and proprietor of Dway Entertainment, huh? Uh, where we're making room and changing lives. Yes. And of course, I'm not by myself either. Uh, y'all ratchet ass cousins are back with us. Yeah, we ratchet. We all ratchet, so don't be offended. Uh, y'all ratchet ass cousins is back. Jeremy, what's up? Hey, y'all. We back. We back. <laughs> um, it's been a long time. Have be a long time. Have be absent. Um, but I'm here. I don't what what was the last episode? What month was that? January. It was January. Wow. What the fuck America? What the fuck America? What, right. <laughs> it was you no, know, it was girl, what the fuck America? <laughs> no, but really. Yeah, well, what's going on? I got two dogs. I mean, yeah, they're currently asleep, thank God. Um, yes, I mean, you know, teaching year two, badass kids, hmm. per usual. Um, but that's really it. I mean, I'm here or whatever, you know. Yeah, we love to see it. I, I, I too became a dog dad. Um, and my dog went viral, so he's currently locked outside of the room that I'm in right now, um, because he doesn't know how to stop licking himself. So I don't know where he got that from. But to God be the glory for that, for him. <laughs> Apparently, Tony has a clit licking spirit too, but his clit is his paw. <laughs> So, you know, they say your dogs pick up your characteristics. So I guess, okay. <laughs> I guess it makes sense. And do. Uh, Leron is back. What up, though? Hey, y'all. I've actually missed you guys. And I don't really miss people, but I have missed y'all. <laughs> and I've missed you listeners. I miss them. I'm so happy to be back. I'm excited. Guess who's back? Back again. Again. <laughs> the you shady niggas back. Back <laughs> again. Yeah. Um, but no, um, nothing really has um, I really wish I could like say all this amazing stuff has transpired in my life since the last time we've all gathered and convened, but no, uh, same bullshit, different day. <laughs> my God. <laughs> That's right. I mean, um, it, I mean, it is. Um, I am thankful to be alive. I'm thankful that I, I do have a job. Um, I'm thankful that me and my boyfriend are still together, going strong. Um, so those are many blessings. But um, yeah, it's just too. I'm still suffering from PSTS, PTPS. What the fuck? I'm what? still suffering from PTSD from 2020, and uh, <laughs> 2021 has not let up yet. Um, so I'm just waiting to breathe, and it hasn't happened yet. But you know, God is still good. Yes, <laughs> all the time. And, you know, it, it's really a testament to that uh, you are still with uh, your boyfriend because, baby, yeah, your turnover know. rate was, my God. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Call it on tonight. 
Baby, you was turning them over, flipping them. Baby, nah, nah. Stop it, stop it. This the exposure for me. <laughs> I mean, so, damn, so we honor the Lord for your consistency in this season. Before season two, y'all should have prepared me that these were the types of like low blows that y'all was gonna do. No, Josh always comes. Josh consistently comes for me. <laughs> well, and he wanted he want to be nice so bad. He want to be not shady so bad. I am very and nice, and I am worst. not shady. I am not shady. I'm very nice. All right, we're gonna take and a poll Josh on that can later. Still go to hell because wow, wow. Well, since she's talking, <laughs> since she's talking, we're gonna introduce our new cousin. Uh, Shell is joining us for season two. How you doing, Shell? Everybody, my name is Shell. Um, I'm an educator. I am in a performing arts teacher, a, a music major, like just everything that has to do with creativity when it comes to our kids, especially our urban kids. So that's me. Beautiful. Love to see it. Love to see it. And, you know, you know, we're not going to do this whole, you know, light skin versus dark skin ain't via thing. Um, Amber J, she's not joining us for season two, but we still love her. Uh, there's no love lost. We love Amber J. And I'm going to do this yeah. in the spirit in which Amber J would, you know, would do it. Um, she would say, hey, y'all. <laughs> um, it's a new season and I know you still kind of blurry from the last season so if you would just go to glitzoptical.com plug it <laughs> you would go to glitzoptical.com and you get you can get you some glasses so that you can see this new season <laughs> oh that's a oh that's a prophetic word see this new season of this of, the, of your life see this new season don't go into this new season blurry Yes. See this new you know what shout outs to amber j thank you so much like for you know just everything that you have going on with your life right now is beautiful and thank you so much for like extending the opportunity for me to be able to go ahead and like hold this space Shout out to you. I'm laughing because <laughs> no, that's that's that's, Gosh, that's stop laughing. No, that's that's real though. We we do we do love Amber and we are yeah. very proud of Amber on the show. Amber has some amazing things going on uh with Glitz Optical in her life, but it made me laugh because it reminded me of Dream Girls when uh uh what's the girl name? Not Effie, when uh she's <laughs> when the other one came up. Uh not Lorel, well, not Dean. I know who he's talking about. When huh. Michelle, we, uh, what, what's we her Michelle? Our family. <laughs> yeah, when she came up, she, she said, "Oh, what's up?" No, that's no, no, no. She and said, "Now, now, you watch your mouth. Watch your mouth, Miss Effie White. If I don't take that talk from no second rate diva who can't sit, uh, that's a read. I'm not feeling well. That's a read. <laughs> Crack it up. Yes, listen. Let's move on. Leron, you take it from here. So yes. So um, we are going to play a little game. <laughs> I'm ready. She got the she got the glad glads tonight. <laughs> no, we're going to play a little game. Um, I'm ready. Know know it as a song associate song association. Um, if you don't know this game, girl, where you been? You should know this song. You should know this game. So we're going to play the game. Y'all ready? Yes. So the first word is dumb 
Well, wait, let, let, wait, let, for, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. But for the late girls who don't know how to play this game, let me just explain <laughs> it. So I say, I say a, a random word and the, <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> you said for the late girls. That don't the late girls. I was about to Google it, but I feel like that was illegal. <laughs> for the late That's girls who don't know how to play the game. So I say a word and it is uh, the responsibility of the people who are playing the game with me to sing a song associated with that word, song association. Boom, there we go. So the first word is dumb. Got it. Girl, you must be dumb. Um, dumb. 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 I, <laughs> dumb. Dumb. Jasmine Sullivan. All day. You know, that's my girl. This is my game. I know how to do this. <laughs> all right. So next word, stand. Tell me, what do you do? Y'all shut up. What was the word? Well, you've done all you can. The word was stand. <laughs> and you feel like you can't make it through. I got the next one. I'm ready. Well, you just stand. 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 When there's nothing left to do, you just stand. I'm see you through. Stand. <laughs> all right. My God. Welcome, back. Wi-Fi, Welcome yes. back. Welcome back. Welcome back, Jeremy. We are in the middle of Song Association right now. Uh, thank Welcome you. Back. All right. So next word. Y'all okay. ready? Uh-huh. Okay, I'm ready. Hold. Hold to his hand. I was wondering. See, I'm the only safe one here tonight. Because all your songs have been super safe. I'm the only safe one here tonight. Because, baby, you ought to build your hopes. You got to build Hold to his hand. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Just a word. Y'all ready? Next, I'm next about word, to shout. Ready? I'm ready. All right, y'all ready for real, for real? Mm-hmm. I need you. You need me. You gotta, get, you gotta get a word. <laughs> so like any word that you put plays. No. Okay, say so. It ha- the word has to associate with the song. The yes, next word is lost. I'm lost without you. Oh, yeah, Josh, you really killing I'm it lost, right now. Baby. This you is really my game. Right I don't now. lose. I don't lose. I baby, BC and C, BB, BC and CC, BB and CC ones. BBC. First of all, first of all, BB. All right, BBC. I'm going to heaven, and I am certainly enjoying the trip. I'm certainly. Nah, but seriously, for for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Johnson, you just spit your drink out. And I just I just spit wine. I just spit good wine on this good MacBook. I'm cracking up. All right, last word. Last word. We gotta move on with the service. Last word, we gotta move on. We gotta move on in the service. Y'all ready? Yes. Made. Look at May. 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 You made When I back was against the wall. So where is Mel these from ever coming from? <laughs> I'm so confused. Okay. Hey, Were they not saying rain down on no May? He no. said May. <laughs> M-A-D-E. What, uh, welcome back, Shell. Welcome back. M. I'm going to be LMA for a second. M. Were they? Hey. Leron knows. Were they not saying rain down on May? Okay. Let me they see. weren't saying May. Hold on. 
hold on, hold on. Let me get my voice together for real. Because no, all right, we're moving on with the slavers. The word was made, M-A-D-E, made. Baby, not May. May. The fact you said rain down on May is really (laughs) sending me out. Hey, we're going to add you to the sick and the shut-in list because you need prayer. Okay. You need prayer tonight. I'm cracking up. Well, that was your game for song association. Did this y'all week. see my stuck face and I realized that I didn't win the assignment? <laughs> you look real upset about that thing. Maybe upset. But come on, you, you can win your next assignment. Come on, bring us to center stage. Who would you bring it to right. center stage? All right. So for center stage, I am bringing... Um, so Violet McCrory is from Detroit, Michigan. Um, I'm very proud of her. I'm trying not to be biased, but it's amazing to see what she has done with, um, the Flint water crisis. And, um, mm-hmm. she decided to start a whole water company. So drip water it's a water company that promotes charitable organizations that provides awareness to tragedies such as natural uh, natural disasters, violence, and disorders that permanently affect individuals. Drip believes that water is the way of life. It is necessary to replenish your body and mind. The individual that drinks the water is drip. An individual who believes in social justice and equity and equality that lives in that action. I'm very proud of her. Um, a lot of people don't understand what happened, like with Flint or with the water crisis and to see somebody who I personally know that really took their time and their money to go ahead and invest in that. I'm very proud of her. So I want to highlight and bring somebody to center stage that I know. It's Violet. Thank you, Violet. It's Violet. Because water is necessary. Water Water is is necessary. necessary. And Shell is going to need a little bit more water in just just a few minutes. (laughs) My God, <laughs> my God, and we, we, we're Mama, excited about so, that. For it's you. her birthday, it is her birthday. Like to God be the glory hey, for that. For you, like give me some Thank grace. You. We got you some grace now. Get you some water, put yourself on meat and get you some water, baby. I um, wish I, I wish I had some water, and if I did, it would be drip, 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 drip. All right, so this season we are bringing a new segment to the show called Child Call Me Back. Um, big baby, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do the honors, and I'm gonna do the first one. So this segment of Child Call Me Back, I'm gonna speak to um, business owners, creatives everywhere. Um, listen, hear my heart. Um, stop coming to us looking to circumvent the process, please. Um, if you're not willing to invest. Uh, in what it is that we do, stay out of our inboxes because mm. I'm sick of y'all asses. Stay mm. the fuck out of our inboxes because mm. y'all love to say, hey, quick question. And my response is, hey, quick invoice. When you pay my <laughs> invoice, you can ask me as many quick questions as you want to. But until you until you do that, um, stay out of my inbox because if you're not willing to sow into the success that you think I have, 
Um, I'm just going to assume that nine times out of 10, you're just really here to get the results that I want. And you don't really want to do the work that I had to do to get here. And because I've had my time wasted. Um, yeah, I would just rather not you come in my inbox. So please, um, this is my plea to you. Please do not come to me. Uh, come, don't come to me looking for advice. Uh, um, because what you've proven to me is that you want advice as long as it's free. Mm. I don't support that. Uh, let me tell you something. Josh's time is not free. Mm. I want you to be very clear. Josh's time is not free. General questions, I will always answer generally. Mm. But for specific things, I'm going to give you a specific price. And when you specifically pay that price that I specifically gave you, uh-huh. we can get into all the specifics you want, baby. But uh-huh. until then, um, stay out of my inbox because next time you come in my inbox, I'm going to send you a link to my website that I pay monthly. For uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm gonna have you book a consultation, okay? And if that bothers you, shall I call me back? Call me back. <laughs> I call me back <laughs> because because at the end of the day, shall I call me back? Because at the end of the day, and this is the truth, Joshua Dwayne Mitchell Blocker Harris, and don't try to Google me because my my credit ain't the greatest anyway. Oh so unless you're gonna increase it. <laughs> Baby, don't do it. No, I'm working on it for real. <laughs> Joshua Dwayne Mitchell Blocker Harris, whichever name you want to go for, is never, and hear me from my heart, never, I'm never going to feel bad about not allowing you to use me. Okay. I'm never going to feel bad about yeah. not allowing you to use me. So um, when you can afford me, call me. I'll be call here. me back. <laughs> call me back. Call me back. I like that, Josh. Baby, that's, ain't that a word? That's a word. That was a that's a word. word. That's a word from on Absolutely. High. I'd be a bless. I have be a bless. I'm cracking up. I have be a bless. <laughs> I have be a bless. <laughs> no, that really annoys me because again, people really want the results. They see you. So if you don't know, I'm this is what I'm gonna do a shameless book. I have released my sixth book. I am on book number six in I started my first book came out in 2019. So I am on book I am on book six. I just released um, my children's book. I am not what they say. Well, I got online one day and I just happened to notice that Target picked up my book. So I got this influx of uh, of inboxes. Like, how did you get your book? How did you get your book on Target? I still don't know. I, I really don't know. But but it it really bothers me that us as a as a people, mm-hmm. black people specifically, we mm-hmm. wait to buy into people until we feel like they're successful that they made it right yeah mm-hmm. until we, we wait till we feel like they've made it mm-hmm. so my thing is when 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 i made it to target people that wouldn't normally support me started support me and i'm gonna always receive the coin I, I i appreciate you for your coin whether you support me now or later i don't care mm-hmm. but the thing is you don't really want to do the work that i've done you just want the same results that i have Mm-hmm. And that bothers me mm-hmm. because I pay my dues. What Kaya said, I pay my dues, pay Please my dues. Leave Kaya out of this. <laughs> I love her, but we're not going to do no. that. We're not going to do that. So let's right. get into our new segment also. What, 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 baby, what is going on, Marvin? Is going on, Marvin Gaye. So what is? So, so. <laughs> so, so first things first, and I'm going to start, I'm going to start with this because Laron loves her. Um, Cardi B is now uh, eligible to officiate weddings, and she's going to officiate mine. <laughs> Period. Come on, cousin. Come on, cousin. <laughs> I'm getting married. And What's I can up? hear her say, "Laron, do you take him to be your lawfully wedding?" And oh. two. 
No, but here's the thing. I'm a Cardi stan. Do I want her officiating anybody wedding? Absolutely not. I don't want. No, 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 no. I think it'll be a lit. I think it will be a lit wedding. Like, cause I think it will be lit. I think it will be fun. It will right. be drunk. Right. But at the same time, do you like? But at the same time, weddings are also sacred. And baby, That's she ain't true. got no power or no D. It can be sacred. That's all right. I, 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 I feel know, like Cardi is not about to make shit sacred for you. Stop playing. <laughs> Don't underestimate my sis. She has her moments to where she is. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like she has her moments to where she can pull it together and be serious. Now, like I and feel she like does, she does know the Lord, and she she does know the Lord. So I, I feel like that setting. Um, she would she would like kind of gauge where because she's a, she's a smart girl so I feel like you know she'd be able to gauge oh she's where, brilliant brilliant so she don't know where to throw the jokes in where to be silly where to be serious like she can gauge that so I I love it I'm here for it and if um when I get married um if my boyfriend you know agrees to it well, you know, <laughs> that's what you want guess who gonna be at your wedding with a badass outfit come on shelly boo oh, hello <laughs> now when you do get married laron just have some good cake just because i only go to weddings for the cake at the reception my goodness well my 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 reception is gonna be real it's gonna be real ratchet I can, I can do the ratchet as long as there's a good white cake because i don't like i don't believe in chocolate cake chocolate cake tastes like dirt well, I don't. I don't like chocolate. It, it would never be chocolate because I don't yes. like chocolate cake. Yes. But um, Jeremy, <laughs> your little you comment. So <laughs> nobody likes Jeremy. How do you feel about chocolate cake? Because I feel very attacked right now. <laughs> oh, I'm not a fan either. It's yeah. not good. It's not good. It's Especially not chocolate sorry. on chocolate. That's just too much. It's too much for me. It's not good. <laughs> I could take like <laughs> vanilla cake with like chocolate icing. With a chocolate icing, I can, I can do, that. do that. But, but chocolate, a chocolate cake, cake, I'm not a fan. Yeah, of no. Or a yellow cake with chocolate icing that I can do yeah. right day. I can do that. But, but that I, double chocolate, triple, uh-uh, that chocolate tuxedo at Cheesecake Factory is too murk. Well, Cheesecake Factory <laughs> is overrated anyway. But anyway, yeah. it is. <laughs> 55 pages of the menu. Go ahead. <laughs> a whole 55 pages. I feel offended. Feel offended. Well, you, baby, build a bridge, Aww. get over there the fence. Because <laughs> we got to get no, over this. Just... We gotta we gotta move on to the service. Laurent, what you got to bring to the table? I'm cracking up. Um, there are a few things that I do want to talk about, but I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a not I'm not gonna OD tonight. Um, but I do want to talk about um the the vax versus non-vax argument that has been going on come on Ooh, oh because um, i i just i think it's uh i'm not um i'm not vaccinated um i i plan on getting vaccinated eventually um i had to i had to do uh, when the johnson johnson first came out the johnson johnson they know johnson johnson <laughs> yeah i know johnson johnson i smell john johnson they know johnson johnson i was gonna do the johnson and johnson because like the the whole idea of one one and done like really i was like cool i ain't gotta go back but then when i started then when i started seeing what the effects that johnson johnson was having i was like okay maybe not so then i started doing more research and then like moderna um people are cool on their first shot and then their second shot a lot of people are like really having issues but then Pfizer, they got Pfizer. Why did I say Pfizer? Pfizer. Like, My bad. Pfizer. <laughs> however you say the P <laughs> one. Words, Lord, give them the words. The P one. The P one. Um, that one. Now that it is FDA approved, I'm more like, hmm, okay, maybe I will definitely, um, 
get vaccinated. But I just think it's so interesting to see like real people really up at arms, like about not being vaccinated or that like the whole argument is just interesting to me. And then I, I reposted this on my story on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook, um, on Instagram. If you follow me, LeBron underscore no underscore B. Um, but um, a tweet from Miss Laverne Spicer. Who is she? Exactly. Oh, so man. she, uh, so yeah, she tweeted so and said they let. I'm Magic- sorry, it was the, who was she for? Yeah, me? yeah, because she's nobody. She tweeted let they let Magic Johnson play basketball with full blown HIV, but won't let Kyle Irving play because he won't get a COVID shot. Uh, but that's not the same thing, though. It was. So because HIV is transferred through semen, through bodily transfusion, you know, through you know that semen is killing me. Because <laughs> <Come laughs> I'm trying to say, like, girl, like you, you can't have you can't put you can't put your bone in this fight with that type of comparison. Like you can't like that's you sound right. gross. I honestly feel like people have to stop having this conversation. Either you want to get the vaccine or you don't. Mm-hmm. I had to get it because I'm my father's caregiver. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's so many people who do so much other shit. Like, y'all be having sex with people, bro. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Y'all be having sex with people, bro. Y'all like, Y'all don't eat vegetables for real. Like, <laughs> y'all don't, y'all take don't care eat of your... fruit. Now I feel attacked. Y'all don't look like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm y'all don't sorry. work out. <laughs> I don't like y'all. Yeah, I get it. But on the flip side, I do have a question. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean to cut anybody off, but it's not matching up. So, how do y'all feel about people uh, about workspaces forcing their employees to get vaccinated? Oh, wow. Jeremy, yeah, let's go. I I have a couple of things. So I don't think we'll ever stop talking about it because when you look at the people that are dying Mm -hmm. and I think the misconception about a vaccine is that it's not a cure. Mm -hmm. It's a vaccine. Mm -hmm. So it's a boost, you know, because you need that. It's just like any other flu, cold, whatever. You need the antibodies in your body to fight off the virus. So what happens is when you get the vaccine, it helps you fight the virus. It doesn't mean you can't get it, but your symptoms are less, you know, severe than they could be if you are not vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's, it's a tough topic. Uh, As far as like the workplace, I personally like it because, and it's also a business move too, because you have to think about if you work within a, a team of six and three people are vaccinated and then somebody gets it, everybody's down, you know what I mean? Or whatever, what have you. So I think it's a, it's more of a business thing than anything, because if people are out, then there's money's not being made, especially in education. I mean, it's not forced in our district yet, but when we have teachers that are out, that means more substitutes. That means more money's being spent, mm. you know? So, so, so here's my thing. Cause I I'm with LeBron. I haven't, I have not yet received vaccination. I am highly considering it though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, one, you're not going to ever pressure me into doing anything regardless. 
The reason I have not, I didn't jump on the vaccination train is because I've never jumped on the vaccination train, whether it's the flu or whatever, Mm -hmm. because what I know about my body is my body responds differently to vaccinations. The last vaccination I had was the booster that I needed to go to college. Mm -hmm. And it, it really fucked me up. It really fucked me up. Um, And it makes it, it, shots make me swell up and I, I, there's all this inflammation and all this. So I understand people's resistance and hesitation. Um, I, I, I do believe, you know, two things can be true at once. I do, I do believe that it's selfishness on both sides that I'm not getting vaccinated, vaccinated because I have my best interest at, at heart. And then people that want me to get vaccinated, they have their best interest at heart. So I, I get that. And that I don't believe that there's anything wrong with that. What I do believe is is the issue here is whenever you try to force and to bully people into doing something based upon your convictions, I I believe that that's wrong on any level. Whether it's in whether it's church, whether it's whatever, mm-hmm. when you have to bully people to do something, I I, I kind of it make it kind of makes me side eye. And and, and the the thing that really makes me side eye this vaccination is it's one thing if you really con- if you're really concerned about my health but you're really not concerned about my health you're more concerned about this economy and you're mm-hmm. more concerned about getting back to normal whatever that looks like and that's why i kind of side eye it mm-hmm. um so even with the whole Kyrie Irving thing is you know and this is my issue with with society in general we're so used to people performing and expecting people to perform like they've always performed that now that this vex that that this vaccine very you know variant has come into the picture uh steven that that clown steven on even esp espz and espn my god yeah steven smith he made a comment that you know Kyrie made a choice to play basketball so my rebuttal was, well, he's also making a choice not to not to get a vaccine because he's making a choice for him. Right. And whenever we start trying to make choices for other people, I think we've then overstepped our boundaries. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I plan I plan on getting the vaccine, but I'm going to do it in my time. Right. Because at the end of the day, I, I've luck. I've been one of the lucky ones. I've not been. I've not contracted COVID at all since yeah. COVID existed. So the Lord has been very good yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. I am not ignorant though. And I'm not taking that, that grace and that covering as, oh, well, the Lord is with me. So I ain't got to wear my mask. I ain't got to yeah, get... no. one. I'm a germaphobe <laughs> anyway. So no, baby, stay over there. <laughs> um, but the, the thing that gets me with the vaccine also is people, people think, well, I have the vaccine. So, you know, I'm Superman. Well, you can you can still transmit it to somebody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I understand every, the, the push for everybody to get the vaccine, because even if I transmit it to you, if you if you're vaccinated, it won't be as bad. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we don't know what the vaccine is going to do per body, because I've right. seen the vaccine personally, you know, do something great for people. And then I've seen people who've been healthy their entire life start having strokes after they get the vaccine. So mm-hmm. I understand people's reservations. And I just really believe that we should let people move and operate in their own time. Mm-hmm. But with that, they should be responsible. 
Right. You should not, if you're not vaccinated, you should not be out here living like you are. And you should That's not cool. be out here raw dogging people. We're not wearing masks, not socially distanced, especially not washing your hands. Because that's just nasty in general. Why the fuck are you not washing your fucking hands? Absolutely. Yo, when, when um, oh shoot, when, um, <laughs> like, like when, when, when the, the pandemic first yeah. happened, when I tell you, I bought dial soap for my house, bitch. Because I know dial works, okay? Antibacterial. Dial them up. The one thing that I have learned, I have a parent who is compromised with, like, you know, he has sarcoidosis, and that's not a disease that a whole lot of people, especially Black people, understand. Mm -hmm. So having to deal with the father when you grow up, having to, like, wipe down every single thing that you do when y'all traveling and all these things, like, no. When it comes to COVID, we not playing. Yeah, yeah absolutely not. And no, I get I, I absolutely so, like get my life was different with COVID because it was different before COVID. And then when COVID happened, it came even more real where it was like, oh, shit, you really have to do more than what you've been doing or like you and your siblings have been doing yet. You, you got to do more. And and I I absolutely understand it. And I, I don't know if y'all can hear this thunder in the background, but baby, I've been drinking wine. And baby, tonight is the night. <laughs> you understand me? Tonight is the night. Baby, tonight is the night. Baby, something is rising up in me and it's not the Holy Ghost. My God. <laughs> My God. Is it the BBC something that you was talking about earlier? It is, it is, in fact, the BBC. So the Clark sisters did an interview and... um what happened with this interview is um, they pretty much said, you know, we've spoken to our sister, Denise. Karen started this. And she said, we've spoken to our sister, Denise. And, you know, Karen brought up these crocodile tears and said, I, I just can't. My sister, Denise, has done so much with my career. And she, you know, she contributed. I didn't believe it then. But she said, but she said, We've spoken to our sister, Denise. Our sister has forgiven us. And we went about a month ago and we have reconciled and all this stuff. Well, I was scrolling the social media platforms. Y'all know Denise don't really, Denise, Denise Bradford Clark does not care. Okay. She posted and she said, baby, y'all have failed for the okie doke. Y'all have believed the lie. Denise right out of here. Denise Clark Bradford writes, you know, the first Clark sister at gmail.com. She said, <laughs> it's been stated that the Clark sisters reunion is forthcoming. I never said that. <laughs> they lied. This is on her page. Hey, this, this ain't gossip. This is on her page. She said, <laughs> she said from her page, they lied. I never said that, whomever they are. Whomever. They and she posted the video of Karen saying what she said on this interview. Baby, let me tell y'all something. Y'all gonna stop lying on Denise. Y'all gonna stop lying on Denise Clark Bradford. Because Denise said, they have lied to you. She said, they have lied to you. And it is not... 
it is not happening. She said, she said this, this, this whole Clark sisters reunion, they, she said, baby, it's a lie. It is a lie. I'm cracking up. What's that? What's the name on Twitter? Cause no, I, this is on Facebook. This is on her, Facebook. Her, her name on Facebook is Denise Clark Bradford. I have, see, this is my first time ever hearing this. I didn't know she had a, uh, Wow, baby, because they released their video. They released their video this over the weekend, and you know it was released as if they were going to do this whole reunion thing. Baby, let me Lord. tell you something. Denise Lord. said that they. Denise said they have lied to y'all, and y'all have fell for the okado. No, why? But why they lie? Come on. <laughs> well, you know, you know that Dorinda is a liar anyway. Because Dorinda, don't talk about my auntie Dodo. I'm gonna talk about her because she she lied. She lied with them them badass wigs that she just released <laughs> and she lied she she oh, lied okay. when twinkie was sick when tiki when twinkie got online and said greetings the lord has healed me lie she lied then and she got on her show on the word network which is also a lie she got on the word network and said um, don't believe anything that's not coming from family twinkie is at home and twinkie is all right Baby, oh Twinkie was in, in the hospital fighting for her life. <laughs> Dorinda got on the TV, on the television show and lied. She got on the television show. And Lord lied. have mercy. So if the Clark sisters keep lying like they do, like, they, like they've been doing, they're not going to see the heaven that they be singing about. Say, I'm going to see my mother, Maddie <laughs> Mouse Clark again. Baby, no, you're not. So let's jump into um, what we're really here for. So... Today, we're going to talk about more so um, self-love, self-discovery, um, self-care, all of those things. And the question that we're posing is, do you really love you? Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of the hardest things, and especially because this is, uh, this, is, this is a new season. And with this season of this podcast, I wanted to be very intentional about... Um, what we mean to our listeners because and i would just want to stop right here and say thank you to all of our listeners we have heard you from season one um y'all came and we love how y'all reached out to us and showed us how um our transparency on this show has helped y'all so we want to move more so in that direction Mm -hmm. so with that transparency so with this new season there is a new josh there's a new josh here and I am so happy to meet this new Josh. Um, I didn't know how bad I was. I didn't know how flawed I was. I knew I was flawed, but I didn't know how flawed I was. Mm. So let me tell you about my journey. So this is what's really sparking this conversation because I had to have a real heart to heart with Josh. There was nobody in my house but me. And I really had to have a real heart to heart. I was actually teaching, um, because you know I'm a minister. So I was teaching, I was teaching a minister's class on identity. And I posed the question to the students. I said, um, how do you see yourself? And one of the students came back and said, well, I see myself like this, but then I have this separate list of how God sees me. And in that moment, I got convicted and she really helped me because my thing is, my thing, my revelation in that was, 
why don't I see myself or why can't I see myself like God sees me? Hmm. Because those lists should be identical. Mm-hmm. I should be able to see myself like God sees me. And if, if you don't believe in God, you know, because we do have listeners that, you know, don't consider this themselves believers, but whoever you hold in the highest regard, mm-hmm. if they can see you unconditionally, why can't you see yourself unconditionally? Mm-hmm. That baby, that thing sat down in my spirit. Mm-hmm. And I said, and that was when I realized I didn't know Josh well enough to love Josh. That was one of the hardest discoveries that I've ever made in my life. I literally unplugged for a week from all social media. Baby, people was blowing up my phone, which I appreciate y'all because y'all checked on me. Baby, y'all not going to let me disappear. And I appreciate that. Um, I unplugged from all social media outlets. I unplugged from everything because I just really had to sit with that. And I went on, I went on a fast because you know, fasting is, you know, the church has screwed up the, the whole principle of fasting. And I'll talk about that on another day. But fasting is not to obtain more power. You fast to to hear clearly, right. to really become decluttered. Right. So I went on this fast and I really started seeing Josh. And I realized that the love of, the love I had for myself was based in performance. Mm-hmm. That on the days that I performed well, I absolutely loved me. Mm-hmm. I celebrated me. Mm-hmm. But on the days that I didn't quite make my goals, I was absolutely horrible to myself. Mm-hmm. And I really had to sit Josh down and say, hey, why do you treat yourself like this? And what I discovered was I loved what I could do. I didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we, we confuse what we do with who we are. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that's, that's not the crux of who we are, who we are, what we do. I say it like this, what we do can change who we are stays the same. Mm-hmm. If I have, if I have a water bottle and this is why I really wrote my children's book because I, I, I'm 28. I turned 28 this year in January. Um, I'm just now discovering who Josh really is. Before then, I succumbed to the labels people gave me. Mm-hmm. If I have a water bottle and it has a label, it has a label on it. Let's say it has Ozark, Ozarka. Ozarka manufactured that water bottle to be a water bottle. Even when the water is gone out of it, it's still a water bottle because that's what it was made to be. Mm-hmm. Even if I put Kool-Aid in that bottle, it does not make it a Kool-Aid bottle. It's It's still a water bottle. It's just holding Mm Kool-Aid. And I really had to really sit back with myself and really discover who the fuck is Josh? (laughs) Because what was happening and what I discovered was like my mood was changing too quick. And I've always been a moody person. I've always been like, (laughs) I'm going to be honest. I've always been moody. Like you got to catch me at the right time. You really do. Yeah. I've always, I didn't need your amen. <laughs> he ain't no better. I don't know why he over there kicking. He ain't no better. You really, you really have to catch me at the right time. So, you know, I got extremely moody though. 
like people who like I would normally joke with and we you know y'all know how I joke like we it's a read fest it's like we you know we going blow for blow right like I was getting offended like and this chip was on my shoulder and I was like no this ain't Josh mm-hmm. who, who is this nigga right who is this person for you for, for you non-ethnic folks um, <laughs> who can't say that um who and don't try person? who is this person and I really had to sit back and in this discovery, I learned what's valuable to me. I learned what scares me, what I hold true. I really learned this. So I really want to ask all of us tonight, do you really love you? Do you know yourself well enough to really love you? Hmm. Do you love you or do you love what you can do? Hmm. That's a great question. Awesome question. Let's go first. I mean, I can. Um, okay. it's, it's as, I mean, while you were talking, um, it's, uh, I think, um, am I the oldest one on this? Are you? Are you? I'll be 33 in April. Yeah, you don't. Oh, no, it's, it's me. Oh, it's you. Well, it's not. Well, then maybe you can attest to this, Jeremy. I know that uh, Josh, like, up, Josh, like you will be 28, right, Josh? I'm already 28. I'll be 29. So, you, so, like, for I don't know if this happened for you too, Jeremy. Um, but I know, like, in my later 20s, like, as as I was entering into my 30s, like, I really started having like this self revelation of who I am mm, and being yes. okay with who I am. Yes. And it's really interesting. Like, people will say, "Oh, you know, it, it, you know, when you like what Medea said, once you get to this, this certain age, this will happen. Mm-hmm, this certain age. It, it, mm-hmm. it, that really, and I really thought that, like, when Tyler Perry was talking about that, it was all a joke. But no, honestly, like my later, as soon as the closer I got to 30, the more I started to really do some self-introspection and really um, becoming okay with every part of me. Um, I think that's when I really, let me take the glasses off, I'm getting serious. <laughs> you, you know, you know, when you start taking the glasses off, you get, you serious about that. Glasses. Right. That's um, what the preacher I, I, Okay, that's a, let me, I'll, I'll come back to you in a second, girl. Um, but I feel like that's when I really became okay with every nook and cranny of myself. Um, I know that there, and to this day, there are days I can honestly, I don't like myself. Mm. I don't like, um, I don't like uh, some of the habits that I still have. I don't like some of my character flaws, um, but I can say all in all that I really truly am okay. And I love the person who I am um, and who I'm becoming. Um, like, I, um, like I said, like towards my, when I was getting close to my thirties, I think that's the time where like, um, even my relationship with my parents started getting a little strenuous. Um, and in that time, um, because I, of course I was coming into being, I'm gay. <laughs> this is who I am. You know, you, y'all have had me on the altar all my life. Y'all tried to beat it out of me. It's just not happening. So th- th- this is just is what it is. Like, and <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off, but that made me think of uh, Daddy Laundry when she said, my son is one of the gays. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, but it was times where like they had like the talks and you know like they, they, they never like physically like discipline me for being gay or whatever but like like verbally beat it up you know what i'm saying that way like over, over the head with the word and what are you know just all that the stuff that but um black families go through uh with the gay child but when um i the closer i got to 30 and the, the more i started to really truly evaluate um myself and um just be begin to love on myself um 
I had to funeralize the concept, the idea of what a relationship looked like with my parents in my head and be wow. okay with it. Wow. That, that, does that make sense? Yeah. And I had, to, I had to mourn that. Wow. Um, and begin to um, kind of create a new dynamic and a new view of what my family dynamic would be. Um, it's not perfect. I'm still, I'm still going through the mourning process. Um, but that when I began to do that, that really helped me um, because f- with me, and I said this last season too, I'm a big family person. Family is everything to me. And um, my identity was kind of caught up in what my family thought about me. Uh, um, and so when I began to kind of just go through the process of like, okay, so it's not going to look like that. It's not going to be what I want it to be. All the other good stuff. I had to like really be okay with Lauren. This is who you are, whether your family likes it or not. And you're not going to ever have it. And Josh, you joked about it, but it's serious. I'd not have, I have not had a successful relationship like this one because I truly not have loved myself first. And um, it's cliche to say, but if you don't love you, what the RuPaul say? <laughs> if you don't love yourself, how the hell? Else, okay. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? And that's the one hundred percent truth. I, um, I projected my insecurities, and I projected my anger and the shit that I was going through onto my partners, and it did not. It never ended well. It always ended at heartbreak. And you, and you know, I, I absolutely resonate with that. Mm-hmm. because I had to take a look back at my relationships and whether they were platonic, familiar, or mm-hmm. romantic. Yeah. And I really had to say, what was I doing? I was placing an expectation on people to love me like I loved them. Mm-hmm. And that's why I kept getting heartbroken because mm-hmm. I wasn't taking into consideration their capacities. Right. I was like, no, I'm good to you. So I expect you to be good to me. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of disappointment in that. And it was for me, my cry to say, love me like I'm loving you mm-hmm. because I don't know how to love me. So what I was doing, I was projecting the love I wanted to receive on uh, onto other people. No, 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 no. Repeat that last part because I didn't know how I to did. Win. I didn't know how to love me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I place, yeah. So I place the responsibility on other people to love me like I was loving them. Mm-hmm. Because if you loved me like I love you, because I'm loving it, it was easy for me to love you from a genuine place. Mm-hmm. I could not love me from a genuine place mm-hmm. because I didn't know who I was enough. Mm-hmm. I again, I knew, I knew Josh could write books. I knew Josh was talented. I knew Josh got good dick. I knew Josh had, listen, because, because even it's funny, <laughs> it's funny, but it's the truth because yeah. a lot of my sexual relationships were really because I was hurting. What the, the point I'm making is all of that was wrapped in this identity of performance-based love mm-hmm. that I only felt loved when I performed well, whether that was in the bedroom. And this is even with my writing. Um, I'm an author. I wrote all of my books have been written in in 30 days. Like, mm-hmm. and when I when I started talking to other authors and they say, no, it took it took me five years to write my first novel. 
it I started paying attention because I was placing this unrealistic unrealistic expectation on myself to perform or outperform myself. So if I wrote this book in 30 days, I'm going to try to write this one in 25. Mm. And I was wearing myself out because for me, love was applause. Mm. What Helen Bell, <laughs> Helen Bell said, <laughs> I like the applause because they <laughs> No, but seriously, I understand that because for me, it was, well, people are only going to clap for you and accept you and love you if you do what's, what's not normal. Mm-hmm. So instead of taking the two or three years to write a book, if you do it in 30 days and you release four books in a year instead of one book a year, then you're going to seem like you're better than somebody mm-hmm. or you're going to, people are going to celebrate that. And because my, since childhood, it's been brought up well, if you perform well, you get this. If you perform well, we love you. If you do what I told you to do, I love you. I didn't know a love that was unconditional. Yeah. I didn't. Ooh, yeah. I feel that. I yeah. did not know a love that did not require me to perform because you don't want to always perform. So one of my affirmations now is, Josh, you deserve love just for breathing. Mm. Whether you have a good day or a bad day, oh, I feel chills. Whether you have a good day or a bad day, you are deserving of love. Yeah. Yeah. A love that does not require you to perform, a love that is not contingent upon how well or how bad you do, but a love that just appreciates the fact that you are taking time to fucking breathe. Yeah. That's where I am now. Beautiful. And I, I fucking love that. <laughs> the kid on the, no for real the kid inside me y'all see me in my eyes right <laughs> the now. kid inside me loves that because i i never felt good enough you know i never felt like i, I never felt like i was anybody's first choice i always mm. felt like i had to lead with what i could do to be loved when I was talking to my therapist, shout out to Dr. Kimberly. I was talking to my therapist and I said, and I, I really had a moment because I said, out of all of the friends that I've made. Yeah, there's a difference in that. Yeah, out of all of the friends that I've made, I don't ever remember anybody wanting to be my friend just because I was Josh. Mm. What I do know is people wanted to be my friend because they saw a part of Josh they liked. And when I said that out loud for the first time, it, it I, I felt like a little kid again. Mm. Like I felt like a little kid that was, you know, when, you know, we, we used to play dodgeball and they used to put, make captains and the captain would say, I want this one. I want that one. I was never the one that they said, I want that one first. I want Josh on my team. Mm-hmm. It was always, oh, I'll take him. Mm-hmm. He's left. I'll take him. Mm. Can I say something? Yeah. This is, I know this is, this is kind of, this is what I, this is um, kind of jumping into, but you being transparent right now, Shell, like kind of like, um, kind of ties in what I, what I wanted to say on this hit, my, on the next segment that we were going to introduce, but I feel like this is kind of the perfect opportunity to say it now. Um, there is such a misnomer, I believe, on being strong. Ooh, hate it. You know what I'm saying? There, there's, there's such a mis- humans, humans um, are made to feel. Um, 
and buildings are made to be strong and fortify. Of course, life's tribulations, trials, whatever they come and they make us stronger. But I feel like, especially in the black community, um, we, and, and even I can't speak on this, but for, as, um, I've seen the, uh, for black women, especially like, it's like, you gotta be this strong black woman, you know what I'm saying? Or even <laughs> as, as us, we gotta be this strong. Like we just, we, as black people just have to be so strong that we, that we don't, you know what I'm saying? That we don't take enough time and we don't allow ourselves, we don't allow ourselves to feel and be human in that moment. It's it's okay. It's okay to take a moment and 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 cry, baby. Uh, I cry at least once a day. <laughs> it's quite healthy. You know see, I wish I could cry. I don't know how to cry, <laughs> baby. If I, I maybe because I'm emotional, I I do wear my emotions on my sleeve. But 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 the cure to all of this, and this is this is why we're having the conversation that we're having tonight. The cure to all of this is self love. Right. Is when, when you learn to love you for real. Right. You stop carrying, you stop carrying stuff that doesn't belong to you. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, you have to love you enough mm-hmm. to take care of you. I mm-hmm. was going to save this uh, for, you know, this hit my spirit, our new segment, but I'm going to say it right now. The what I've, what I've had to learn throughout this entire process is that the outcome is not my responsibility. Yeah. Say that again. The (laughs) outcome is not, I literally have that in my kitchen. Like before I I see it every day, the outcome is not my responsibility. Can you send that to me? Yes. The outcome is not my responsibility. My only duty, my due diligence is to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Jesus all day. Jesus gave us two commandments. He says, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, body, and soul and love your neighbor as you love yourself. The problem is we try to love people in a way that we don't even love ourselves. Yeah. How can I love you? Like, how can I love you if I don't love myself? Mm -hmm. I have to first love me. If I love me, I can love you properly. Mm. And loving you properly is loving me properly. Loving, loving me properly is knowing when to say no, knowing what to take on, knowing what's my baggage and what's not my baggage. Mm-hmm. It is knowing how to set boundaries, because if I love me to to love somebody, I have to know them. There, yeah. there are levels to love. Mm-hmm. Love is not blind. That it's 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 a it's a form of love. Mm-hmm. But love is in no way blind. Love does not go into anything not knowing the full extent of what is what is getting to it, what, mm. what it's getting in, what it's getting itself into. Why? Because love is a choice. I have to choose every single day to love. Yeah. I feel like absolutely. I'm preaching now and I'm not trying to preach, but I have to, <laughs> I have to really choose when you come into the knowledge of who you are, mm-hmm. you will set the proper boundaries. And the truth of the matter is reconciliation means peace, not reinstatement. Just because I reconcile with you does not mean I have to reinstate you back into my life like you were originally. We have to really love ourselves in order to love other people. And, And that's 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 the crux of what I wanted to start this season with is the question, even to our audience. Do you love you? Hmm. 
I understand that you're trying to love other people and you're trying to be all things to other people, but trying to be all things to other people, but being nothing to yourself, what does that, what, where does that place you? Because for years, I'm 20, I turned 28, January 14th, 2028, 2021, 20, not 28, <laughs> but January 14th, 2021, I turned, I turned 28. And in this 28th year, I learned that for all of my life, primarily, I was more concerned for, I was more concerned with being all things to all people so that they would be okay with me, but I wasn't okay with me. Hmm. I felt good about myself because I was this to them, but what, what have I been to Josh, a mean person? I would starve myself until I completed a task. That's not love. You know, mm, yeah. So, so, so I really wanted to pose that question: of Do you love you? Do you really have the capacity to love you? And if you don't, get there. Yeah. Because what I feel now, I'm you know I'm still dealing with some stuff because you know life is lifing, but at the end of the at the end of the day, because I love myself now. I give myself more grace than I used to give myself. I don't beat myself up about not completing tasks or not making deadlines that I've unrealistically placed myself placed on myself. I now know that I'm only Josh. I'm only human. And I can only do what I can do. And what I can't do, I can't do. What I, what I can't do, I can't do. Period. <laughs> and that's just that on that. And that's that on that. Come on, Jeremy, because you've been you've been you've been quiet. Um, so when you told us this was gonna be the topic, I have been really thinking about it like all week. First of all, sorry, my Wi-Fi, y'all, I don't know what's going on over here. <laughs> A mighty titty um, But ATT is gonna get cussed out because <laughs> this has never happened. But um I at first, my answer was, well, my answer is I didn't used to be. Um, and then I had to think about the why. I also started going to therapy um, over the last few months, and it's been helpful for me. Also, Josh, your thing that you did at your house where you had people write affirmations, like all those little things were just nuggets to, you know, kind of push me to get help, you know, because I think for people who are always given and given, we also subconsciously think that we have it all together. And so we think that we're above help just naturally. And, you know, so it's hard for us to finally bend over and be like, okay, let me just go ahead and just put the ego to the side and get help. Um, and Kim asked me, she was like, what is the pattern in your previous relationships? Hmm. And I was like, okay, first of all, sis, you don't have to read me like that. <laughs> That's just, be coming for you. Like, she if you want to say I'm trash, just say that. <laughs> just say that. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay, well, I'm like naming, you know, all the flaws in the other person. And then as I'm sitting there, I'm like, but who's the common denominator here? Mm. It's me. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned that, you know, we have to look at ourselves. And I did because I then asked myself, if I'm the common denominator, why? And the things that I was looking for in that person, I didn't even have for myself. Mm. You know, so then it was like, okay, well, what now? Like, okay, I'm common denominator. How do I fix these things? And then I, there was another question she asked me. I can't remember. And it was like, I don't want to fix it because I've gotten comfortable with that specific hurt, whatever it is, you know, in this case, I don't know if you listen and I don't care, but I wasn't, it wasn't even like a, it wasn't a relationship. It was a, I hate to say a situationship, but it went on for so long. And she asked me, why haven't you let go? And I simply, I was just like, I was at work and I said, what is the reason? And like I just said, it was, I was comfortable with where I was. Hmm. And if I let go of that, I wouldn't know who I was anymore. Hmm. So I've associated, so I've associated myself with pain so much so that it's become who I am. Wow. That just freed me. That just freed me. (laughs) Yeah. That just helped Um, me. That helped me. Thank you. Pineapple edibles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Won't they lose you up? (laughs) man got deep i hear you um but yeah so i'm i'm on a journey now where i'm i'm trying to learn how to love myself again and i'm i'm getting there um but it's a journey (laughs) it is and one day like and this is is the last thing i'll say about it i was sitting no i was talking to somebody a friend of mine texted me and she was like i want to ask you something but i don't know how i was like girl okay i was like what's up she was like, are you bi? I said, yeah. Well, did she not listen um, to last season? <laughs> right. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> right. So, and she was like, oh, I, you know, I think that's hot. I was like, okay, okay. But I sat there and I was like, it was so easy for me to say. So I went on Twitter and for the first time in my life, like, just, I was like, hi, my name is Jeremy and I'm a 33-year-old bisexual male. And like, I just said it and was just like, that's that, mm-hmm. you know? But then the responses that I was getting and like the love, I was just like, that wasn't the intention. It was just for me to be like, okay, you know, but I'm like on this journey, like I have to accept who I am, you mm. know, every part, every, every part. And we want to like, we want to accept the good stuff, but sometimes the bad stuff is why we have the good stuff now. Exactly. Because we went through certain things to get that, you know, so we, yeah, accept flaws and all, you know, like you said, like they're, there's the flaws that we know surface level, and then there's the ones that we know internally and that God knows. But like yeah. you said, if you don't see what he sees, what are we having this discussion for? And, right. and you know, that was really the thing that liberated me. God sees all of me. Mm-hmm. He, he, and this is, I, I joke and say this, but God knows when I'm horny. God knows what my sexual desires are. God knows when I want to fight. God knows, he know, God knows all of me. And mm-hmm. still makes a choice every single day to love every bit of me. That's so if beautiful. God, knowing everything about me without reservation, can make a decision to love me, why can't I love me? If mm, God right. knows all this stuff about me, why and he chooses to forgive me, why can't I forgive me? Mm-hmm. And you said something. It really is a journey. And I didn't know how much of a journey it was. Uh, I was just, I, I had a therapy session like last week with Dr. Kim. And I said, you know, Dr. Kim, I set myself up for failure. 
I said, because when I declared that this season of my life would be renewal, rebirth, and, you know, uh, regrowth, I was expecting just flowers causing candy. I didn't know how traumatic that would be. It's been very traumatic because in learning who I really am, I'm learning to love every part of my journey. I'm learning not how I'm learning to not hide or try to hide any part of my journey anymore because every part of my journey was necessary. Every part. every part of my journey has helped me in some kind of way. I might not be proud of every part of my journey, but every single part of my journey was absolutely necessary for me. So I love that. And I love me. And we hope that you've gotten that message tonight about loving yourself. We can't beat a dead horse. We have to move on to the service because we have a limited amount of time. But, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> chime in with us you know, interact with us on our socials about um, your love discovery, about your discoveries of self. Um, the other thing I will say is I learned, I what I learned about me was the actions, most of the actions that I, I you know, performed were, were temper tantrums for me. Wow. I would throw temper tantrums for myself because I really want this. And what Dr. Kim really helped me, one of the things was um, I felt that my feelings were invalid outside of anger. Mm. And it was hard for me to have conversations, have hard conversations. Like if somebody did something to offend me, I would just suppress it because I would feel like, well, I'm not mad enough to bring this up. So if I'm not mad enough to bring this up, um, it, it really doesn't matter. And I struggled with this this friend conversation because she had me go to all of my friends and say, you know, you know, ask, are we friends? So I went to some people and it, my anxiety flared up so strong because I was like, well, they're going to feel this way because I'm asking them, are they my friend and yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. And she really helped me set myself free by saying, well, Josh, your feelings are valid outside of anger. <laughs> That's good. Wow. Wow. That's good. And that goes back to loving myself, because if I love myself, anything that disrupts my peace, anything that disrupts my sanity, anything that disrupts that flow of self-love, I have to call out mm -hmm. and I don't have right. to wait until I'm absolutely livid to do it. Right. So be set free. We all want to be loved. Um, <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. So listen, so we have to we have to bring this show to a close. Oof. My God, and on tonight, we have to bring the show to a close. Yeah. Join us next week. Um, we we gonna go deeper. This has been a very therapeutic session for uh, for all of us. Yeah. Um, we just gonna keep going deeper and deeper. So make sure that you not only listen to the show, but make sure you also subscribe, bring a friend, download the episodes, um, you know, and tell somebody else about it. Um, so let's 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 bring in our new segment. You dragging it. Come on, Jeremy. What we dragging? This week? <laughs> uh, well, we kind of already talked about it earlier, so I'm going to deviate from that. But <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh -huh. if you are not a singer, uh oh, <laughs> help me, Holy Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
if you are not a singer, the edible has kicked in. Edible, sure. Yeah, edible. 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 I don't want to hear your opinion about who you think can and cannot sing. I'm so sick of non-singing, non-pitchy niggas. My God. Talking about Adele can't do this and Yeba can't do that. And Tori Kelly can't do that. And Brandy, of all people. I'm telling you, I have the screenshot of somebody literally saying Brandy cannot sing. So, and they probably can't hold a a note in the bucket. I mean, with assistance, even with with Mary Clarence, couldn't do it. (laughs) So, if you cannot sing, you have no opinion, child. You're dragging it. Shut the fuck up. Have be blessed. (laughs) And And that's just that on that. And and that's that on that. So let's 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 wrap this show up. Um, we always want to leave at the way I see a podcast. We always want to leave you with something inspirational, something that you can use to help you. So we're implementing this new uh, this new uh, segment called "This Just Hit My Spirit," where we just you know share revelations that we've had. Um, so I'll start. So the revelation I had that hit my spirit is God does not just want me to be alive; uh, he, he wants me to live. Yeah. And when I got that revelation, it was, you know, because there are people that are in comas. There are people that are on life support and ventilators that are technically still alive, but they can't live. They can't do anything. Live your life. Live your life with joy. Live your life with hope. Live your life with peace. Baby, God don't just want you to settle to be alive. Baby, live. 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 Amen. Um, Good. I, oh, I, I said mine earlier um, uh, about just being about feeling, um, but I, I, but more so um, what mine was, what mine was is um, funeral, whatever relationship, whatever situation, whatever connection that you pictured in your mind, if it's not serving you, funeralize it, mourn it, Love that and move word. on. Funeralize. funeralize it, mourn it and move on and get your peace back that helped me that helped yeah. me my god shout out to my therapist for that one save you more than life come on funeralize funeralize it be it um, further resolved for me like i think oliver can you be quiet okay thank you sir <laughs> he's loud um be intentional the biggest pet peeve that I have with people, be it platonically or romantically, people are intentional about being unintentional. Mm. Mm. And a lot of people are like, what does that mean? So if you know down in your heart, I had to talk to a student about this because he got with the girl and yeah, he's in high school, but he got with the girl who he had no intention of being in a relationship with. And he knew that beforehand. So I say that to say, in whatever you do, be it your journey and your career, like I said, friendships, relationships, be intentional with every person that you come across because you don't want to leave that negative imprint on them. And that's that. Amen. 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 Well, this has been season season two, episode one of The Way I See It podcast. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week again yeah. be sure to subscribe be sure to connect with us on our on our social media platforms if you want to send in something uh, email us at the at gmail.com 
Uh, we're going to review those. And if it's something that you want to have discussed, let us know. We'll discuss it on the show. Uh, until next time, we're signing off. Um, hey, live your best life. And as Auntie Tabitha say, have a Perfect. good day. And if Perfect. you can't have a good day, baby, don't you dare go messing it up for nobody else. I'm so <laughs> proud of Auntie Tab giving, getting all the things that she deserves. I mean, all the yeah. things. All of the all things. things. I love it. I'm I love to it. see it. We love so we signing off. We out. Welcome to season two. New season. Who it is? Who it is? And we out. <laughs> Deuces.